we are live. <laughs> oh man, it is absolutely very early in the morning for me. But good morning to you, Bates County, if you're in the Bates County area. Good morning <clears throat> to each and every one of you on the Muscle Brigade Morning Show. Wow. Wow. All I can say is wow. The display that we had yesterday was extravagant. It was crazy, to say the least. How do you... First of all... How is a nation that one of our most prestigious buildings is that insecure? Like, how does that happen? So people can just walk in and take it over. Um, that is just crazy. I did not see uh, anybody with weapons, but I wasn't paying too close attention either. So, they took over the Capitol Hill building yesterday, which was crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, They did break in. Uh, I did see that. They broke a window and unlocked the door. And then they proceeded to walk. I don't know about the, the lady that was shot. I don't know how that happened. I think somebody said she was climbing through a window. Um, It's just crazy. And there's two things that, um, oh, there's going to be more than two things. So we're not even going to say two things. There's some things that I I want you guys to take out of this. And... You know, there's some things that, you know, you can tell me if you don't agree or you think that I'm wrong. And, you know, we can we can go from there. Because I can tell everybody, I try to keep all my options on the table. So yesterday, in case you're not tracking, in case the only news you get is from Muscle Brigade morning show, yesterday, Trump supporters uh, rallied uh, basically behind Trump, I guess you could say. Uh, He called on his minions and they come running. Um, Trump supporters were protesting uh, peacefully and then somewhere along the line it escalated, like it always does, in any protest. Um, now, I did hear that the, the majority of the supporters that, that were Trump supporters and that were veterans said it was peaceful and it was calm. And they 
they weren't the ones that were uh, basically breaking into Capitol Hill. So if that is true, then that's when you guys, I say you guys as veterans, because you should, one, you should absolutely know better. And two, we've had enough protests in the last two or three years that you know how this stuff works. You know that somebody's going to show up and escalate it. So you already know this. Whether they're paid to do that, to make to make uh, you Trump supporters look that bad, or whether it's just made up and it was uh, Trump supporters and you as well, I don't know all that. So there's that. And then <clears throat> there was a, a news network that one of my buddies sent me. I forgot what news network it was. But the the news anchor or uh, news reporter was appalled that people were taking over Capitol Hill. And I will say this. Uh, so when they were taking it over, this guy that he was talking to is a veteran, and he stated that, and he said, and then the news reporter said, well, you know, why does it have to be violent? And he's like, we're not violent. We are peacefully protesting. He's like, do I seem violent? And they're like, well, you guys stormed the Capitol, Capitol Hill. And he said, whose house is that? Whose house is that? That's our house. We the people. We the people. That's our house. My, my taxes paid for that house. Yet, whenever he started going into that, the news reporter quickly started backing away, saying, oh, we got to go, we got to go. <laughs> so, that just gives you an idea of how the media only, only wants you to hear what they want you to hear. Right? Um, but still, each and every one of you know how the media is. And, you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, that was a... From what I saw, it was a melatonin-mixed protest. Because everybody seems to think that you're a Trump supporter, you're racist, and you're a Trump supporter, you're white. <coughs> well, no, that's not necessarily true. There's, uh, there's a lot of people that uh, that are not white that have more melatonin than what I do that support Trump so if you didn't know that there's a uh, factual data for your ass um but I'm gonna tell you why I'm just I'm disgusted and they're still doing what they want to do with us as the citizens. 
because I've seen a lot of my more melatonin friends come out and say that if it would have been Black Lives Matter or anybody else protesting, they would have been shot. And that's exactly what the media wants you to believe. I have a hard time believing that if that protest was Black Lives Matter, that the cops would have opened fire. Because supposedly these are the better cops anyway, right? I mean, I would hope that they are. They got the best training, the best resources, the best reaction time. I would hope. But, who knows? Because they walked in there like they own the place. I I don't know about security up there anymore. At this point, I think I could have secured the uh, building better. So, there's that. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that I'm mad at my friends, my battle buddies that are saying this. I haven't lived where you live, just like you haven't lived where I live. I haven't walked your shoes. You haven't walked my shoes. It's not about, to me, it's not about race, religion, or color. To some people it is. Well, you know, they would already open fire on the black community. You know, different, different scenario. And I say that because, like, you're quick to jump on that, but, you know, these are supposed to be the... I would think that the security team would be the best of the best. I would think that. Just like if I ever ran for president, I guarantee you that I have a buddy that has done that type of work. And I made president. I was elected the president of the United States. I would I'd be like, hey, I don't care who you guys are recommending. If he doesn't have the qualifications, get him the qualifications. This is going to be my security guy. Because I trust him. I know he's going to have the best interest of me at hand. You know who you are. You know you know when this podcast drops and you listen to it and you hear that, you're, you're going to get a warm and fuzzy in your heart. And then I would tell him, you got two options, man. You can use the team that they recommend, or you can build your own team. Because he's going to have people that he trusts. He's going to have people that he probably still talks to and says, yeah, uh, if it's okay with you, I want to build my own team. Let's say it's a team of eight. He's like, well, I got six, so we'll use two of the others. I know I got six that can come into the White House and protect you. Get her done. Get her done. So if it's a team of eight, really, if it's a team of eight, I would like to see 14 to 16. Just so that if something happens, we have somebody that's ready to fill in. 
on standby for your days off and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, you got somebody that you can, you can put in. But anyways, we're going to get off that because we're not talking about that. We're talking about the display that America put out last night. And I did hear on one of the news networks that they said, you know, you don't see this in America. You might see this in a third world country, but you don't see this in America. I I agree with that to an extent. Because just like the protest, I don't disagree with the protest. And nobody should. Nobody should disagree with the protest. Even if you voted for Biden, you shouldn't object to a protest. For the simple fact that that's a a right. You know, our founding fathers, when they created the um, the U.S. Constitution, they did so in a way that they were ahead of their time. Because we're in 2020, and the U.S. Constitution was drafted in 1786, I believe, and didn't go into effect until 1789, and didn't go into full effect until 17, I think 1790 or 1791 is when the full Constitution went into effect, and I could be, I could be wrong with this, and the 17. 90 or 91, maybe it was 93. Man, see, now I'm going to have to look that up. It goes into a f- full effect when they added the Bill of Rights. I mean, and I, I bring that up because, you know, when, when people talk about the U.S. Constitution, I just assumed, uh, I don't remember being taught that the U.S. Constitution was later. It wasn't in uh, 1776 when the country was founded. It was later. And they did, in the U.S. Constitution, they did talk about um, trying to bring the country together and not have slavery. They did talk about that. I didn't go too depth into it, but there's that. So, you know, 1776 is when the country was founded, and then we had, um, well, 1776 is when we actually became, we broke away from uh, Britain, England, and became independent. And then, you know, the war started and all that good stuff. And the first people that they, the first person that they went to was the first president of the United States, George Washington. And he said no. He, he initially told them no. Because he had been away from his farm for so long that his farm was in shambles and that his farm was pretty much losing money because it had been not taken care of. 
and then you had Shay's Rebellion that happened. Um, you know, a protest, and that got ugly. Uh, you know, they took over the courthouse in uh, uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, I believe, uh, because by taking over the the courthouse, it allowed them the farmers for for them not to close on on the farmers crop. So if you don't know anything about Shay's Rebellion, that that goes into a lot of the men that fought the Revolutionary War were told they would get paid and were told other things and when they when the war ended and they went back to their crops, they didn't have any money. And they had to pay for these crops. And the government wasn't paying them any money. They didn't get anything from the war, and they felt betrayed. Um, so one, and then, you know, the store clerks, the people they were buying uh, their farm stuff from, they demanded money. They wanted money, and the government was like, "Well, if you're not going to pay, we're going to seize your land." And that didn't sit well with um, the farmers. So I forgot the guy's name. I know his name was Shay. I think that was his last name. They call it Shay's Rebellion because he's the one that came up with it, organized it, and they went in, they marched, they protested uh, at the courthouse, they surrounded it, and they actually went in. Um, and then that's when um, Hamilton and all your your a lot of the other guys, Benjamin Franklin, realized that the government really had no power. So what do we do? And that's when they started um, the federal. They didn't start the federal. They looked at the Federalist Papers and they said, "Well, we need to do better than this." So they took some of the ideas from the Federalist Papers. And they started writing them as the U.S. Constitution. And then they started taking things out. And they started adding things. And the one thing that they all could agree on is they didn't want to be like Britain. They didn't want a king because the king is for himself. And they had just left Britain. And they knew that Britain, uh, they had watched kings, you know, just get rich and not worry about everybody else. And when the king didn't like something, that person was executed or, or whatever, right? So they took their ideas from Britain and they realized like, hey, we don't want this either. So they started doing that. And the farmers, you know, they were like, uh, no taxation without representation. Surely everybody's heard of that. It's, uh, it's I guess, kind of a famous line. So, let me check my time here. Oh, yeah, we good. So, no taxation without representation. Meaning, they didn't want any tax to pay any taxes if they weren't going to be represented. Right? They wanted a justification on why we, we were getting taxed. So, you know, these 13... Well, there, I mean, there was more than 13. These founding fathers, 
sat down. They decided to meet, and Hamilton had wrote George Washington, and uh, George Washington replied with, um, I will attend. So he attended, and he, he had said, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this. The reason why Hamilton wanted George Washington on board is because George Washington was a very well-respected man. The people respected him. The people would listen to him. The people would listen to George Washington because of the Revolutionary War, because of the, uh, his fighting abilities. And so they respected him. You know, he won them the war in, in a nutshell. <clears throat> so they wanted him, uh, Hamilton wanted him on board. And so George Washington was, um, he, he didn't want to do it. You know, he was tired of, you know, his military service and this, that, and the other. So then he said, all right, fine, I'm going to do it because, you know, the country needs me. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the country, right? Kind of like what I've been saying about Rich Hill. It's not about my kids. It's not about your kids. It's not about her kids or his kids. It's about all of our kids, right? So, anyways, back to the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Hamilton, so they, they all met in uh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. And they were sworn to secret, secrecy. Because they didn't want anybody on the outside knowing what they were doing. And <clears throat> the reason being is because of the backlash that was happening with uh, you know, the farmers and, and, and stuff like that. Um, cause if you don't know, some of the farmers ended up in jail because they didn't pay. And so when they did this, uh, protest or riot, uh, they went in and, uh, they took it over. And at that time, the courthouse also had a jail cell. So they un unlocked all the, uh, the farmers that were in jail, um, just to back up, to move forward. So they, uh, they met um, in May, and this drug out to August or September, uh, and I'm not going to lie to you, I forgot the year. Uh, I want to say 1786 is when uh, this all happened. Um, so they met, you know, throughout those uh, months, and you know they were ta they were taking everybody's ideas, putting them on paper. They were taking uh, the federal so there's there's these papers called the Federalist Papers, and that was kind of the original uh, law that they went by. And then you know this is the draft of the U.S. Constitution, and so they're they're doing this and they're doing that. And George Washington, um, you know, George Washington decided to do it. And when he shows up, they elected him as president over this and said, hey, you got this. We want you to take head on this. And, you know, it all kind of fell in place like he would. Uh, there's actually, if you do some research, there's actually original George Washington letters and, and papers. And, you know, he would write and be like, hey, take this out, add this type deal. Um, 
and it's actually pretty neat to go research the uh, the drafting of the U.S. Constitution. It's uh, I learned a lot. It was crazy the amount of stuff I did not know about the U.S. Constitution. Um, and I bring that up because you know it was it seemed to be just a normal peaceful protest, but they all end up that way. They or start that way, and then you know it got somebody got it a riot going and you know it's like so now this is where I stand on the whole protesting thing I I agree with it let you do your thing protest this that and the other but once you start destroying property once you start starting fires and rioting and stuff like that then you are no longer protesting. You're being a nuisance. You're being a nuisance. Um, and I know some, some people will be like, well, you know, what about uh, the Boston Tea Party? Yeah, I know. That's kind of how our country was founded on. But we're in different times. Not to say the Constitution doesn't still exist, because it does, or that it needs to be updated. Because I don't really think the Constitution needs to be updated. If you actually go in-depth, it's an, it's actually well-written and well-versatile. There's always room to add things, but I don't think we should take anything from the U.S. Constitution. And don't add things that are going to take away from the U.S. Constitution to benefit you or your party or somebody else so that's just i mean that's my belief like you're being destructive like what are you really getting done like yesterday it was all fine and dandy and then somebody decided they wanted to go take capitol hill like what what on earth made you think that that was a good idea that's what i don't get and if it was and if it wasn't a so-called Trump supporter, then why did you, as Trump supporters, follow through with it? And and you can't you can't tell me that everybody inside Capitol Hill wasn't a Trump supporter. You're carrying Trump flags and the American flag, and it's like holy cow. So, if you wanna if you wanna protest and you're protesting outside of the White House or Capitol Hill, I get it. I absolutely 100% get it. I do. But sometimes you have to think outside the box. Sometimes you got to think bigger picture. Not only did you make yourself look bad. All these Biden fans are loving it, saying, hey, look at all these Trump supporters. Now now they're classifying all the Trump supporters with you, and that, that shouldn't be the case. That's like one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. One bad cop doesn't spoil all the cops, right? One bad cop doesn't necessarily mean they're all bad. But what do I know? Um, so now all Trump supporters are classified as racist, which they've been doing that for a while. Each and every one of you are racist. 
each and every one of you are um, dumb. I've heard that because uh, we Trump supporters uh, follow him relentlessly. And I'll tell you this, I voted for Trump. Do I call myself a Trump supporter? Uh, I mean, if you got to support somebody by way of voting, then I guess so. But at the same time, I wasn't out in D.C., so do I get classified as a racist? You know? Just because I supported Trump by voting for him doesn't mean that I agree with all his stupid shenanigan tweets, all his other stupid crap that he does. That doesn't mean I agree with it. He has done our country some good. And that's what irritates me about the Democrats or the liberals, the people that just can't stand Trump, is that they don't look at anything that's good and they look at all the bad. Um, Well, he did exactly what he said he was going to do when he first got in office. He drained the swamp. And a lot of politicians didn't like that. 